Hello and welcome to the Kilo Chasers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Dahl. Matt Ware, what's up? What's up, man? We're talking garage gems today. This is the Raw Cut Podcast. Listen up. All right, Matt, how's your day going? Do you have any garbage fires put out today? <laughs> like, like I told you on text the other day, there's always a, a dumpster fire behind me. Burning, just burn, just smoldering, just kind of burning behind <laughs> me. It, it's it's the uh, it's just the lay of the land with the summer and restaurants and, you know, the heat when the heat hits in around Oregon. You know, oh, anytime yeah. we get that, that extreme weather, everybody just freaks out. You know, I just... So we go we go into this uh, just kind of on call twenty four seven feel and uh, yeah you know it is what it is you never know when time. one of your workers decides to spend a little too much time on the lake the night the day before right or just yeah. doesn't want to come in because of the sun you know I trust me dude I get it like I was thinking yeah. about that on the way home today I was like I'm in a basically a big ten box right doing doing all this shit for the oil company and it is it's 110 degrees or 110 degrees like when you're right next to the wall Mm -hmm. it is just an oven right no wonder matt's employees don't want to go to work they're in a freaking pizza kitchen with like no air conditioning or if there is it's not even affecting them at all yeah you know know. like screw that (laughs) Yeah, we're sitting next to two, you know, deck ovens that they're reach, you know, each one of them hits about six, seven hundred degrees. God. And how many times you're opening that thing and just, you know, oh, yeah. nobody wants to cook. So they're calling down a pizza like that's what everybody does when it gets hot like this. Yeah. You call pizza. You go out to do you get takeout. And so, uh, you know, but we also we do a, a heck of a job, you know, making sure everybody is taken care of and you know getting their time and cooling down and shoot i mean last last year when it got all crazy we shut we shut stores down you know oh hell yeah it's just at, at a certain point it's a health thing yeah absolutely i mean it's you know osha did this thing last year because of the heat and the fires and everything that like the yep it's required if you're working outside this is this is all paraphrase so it's like 90 degrees you have to take like a 10 minute break every hour yeah or something like that and then at 95 degrees it's a little bit more time every hour and then at 100 degrees it's like 20 minutes or like 25 minutes every hour and employer has to has to supply water and like this is just only if you're working outside but like you know i when i was coming up as a boilermaker they had their the whole watch Mm-hmm. When you went into the vessels, like they had, they had an oxygen sensor, they had all the, the gas sensors, and then they had a, a temperature probe and a, a stopwatch, basically, to, and a list for everybody that was in the tank right. and everybody that was waiting to go out or go back in. And you had to take shifts, and it was like you could. There were some of them that were so hot you could only be in there for like 15, 20 minutes, and then you had to turn around and come back out. Wow, like, yeah. that's crazy. That is crazy, but it's just, it's, 
It can always be hotter. Like I'm working with guys well, like they're from Beaumont, Texas or whatever. And they're like, this ain't hot. Yeah. No, that's you what know, I was they're like, you, if it's going to be like a hundred degrees out, it's a hundred, it's a hundred degrees at like 6 a.m. Right. <laughs> you know? Also, we don't, we don't have that humidity that they have. You know, you put humidity on top of this. Ooh, boy. Talk yeah, about, you a, just walks out, I walk outside and you start sweating. Yeah. It's, it's not pleasant on any level. I wouldn't. Right. It's stupid. Well, it's yeah. like, then the, the, the weird thing down in Phoenix is because, uh, pipe fitters, Intel has a site down in, um, uh, it's just outside of Phoenix. Anyhow. Um, and the joke down there is they draw like a, they stand, they take a stick and spin around in a circle and make a, a circle. However big that is like three or four foot circle. Right. And if one raindrop hits inside that circle, everybody goes home. <laughs> That's a heck of a like, deal right there. <laughs> I'm like, no raindrop is hitting in that circle, though, dude. I'm like, if we did that in Portland, we'd never work a day <laughs> yeah, a year. No, right. Randomly, <laughs> if we just randomly drew a circle on the ground, somehow there, uh, there would end up with water in it. Just, it would happen. Yeah. It would happen. Yeah. It's so freaking stupid but so with that this year is the first year in my garage that i have air conditioning and it is fucking awesome that's pretty cool it was a, it was by accident and yeah. completely free right but, you know but just having it and being able to knock the temperature down 10 15 degrees from what it is outside yeah is it's so nice well you know i i don't know dude you know I like the heat and I've always liked like working out in the heat and sweating and, and getting that going, even though, even though like it's, it's a different type of training because you can't, you just got to be more concerned about your water intake and, mm -hmm. and you know, what's going on and keeping, keeping yourself cool in the garage. Obviously I'm cool. I have a little fan, but like, Oh yeah. I, you know, I'm not going to lie. Um, I weighed myself three days ago and I was like one Oh three point nine. So I am welcoming this weather. I'm welcoming all the sweat that I'm doing. I need nice. to get that body weight down. I ain't trying to cut before this meat coming up. So, yeah. 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 No, that's, uh, I'm actually, because of the heat, I'm drinking more water. Yeah. And I'm my, so my body weight, cause I was terribly dehydrated going into this heat. And I, like I was at 93 like three kilos or something. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> come on i had to fuck with you there oh sorry oh my god i'm lifting like i was 93 kilos that's for damn sure no, oh come on dude not even close uh, dude I, I i pulled on 100 the other day yeah or not yesterday yesterday and i was like this is heavy yeah. this is really heavy yeah. like it was not it just i Yesterday was not a good day. I definitely, I did, I got all my training in. I did everything I was supposed to do. I was just like, and, yeah. and it was not my day, but I'm up back up to 101. Nice. Drinking about, I don't know, three quarters of a gallon a day and sweating probably yeah. half a gallon without. Yeah. But, yeah. But that's probably eating, eating better, eating more. I, I'm back up to eating four times a day or something like that. I'm not, I'm still fasting until like, nine yeah 10, you know but. 
I uh, I went to the past two weeks. I've been eating like double breakfast. So I'll eat breakfast. I wonder you're 103. Yeah, I know. This is this is the thing, and it's interesting because you're seeing like I'm I every time this happens, every time I start jumping up in weight, um, the weights that I'm lifting on the platform also jump up. Mm-hmm. And so it's like this double-edged sword that like, well, crap, am I going to be able to lift these weights if I drop down in weight? I think I am. I don't know if I have enough experience to know that, uh, but it's just a very, uh, it's it's a mind, it's a mind game for me because I'm like, I want to keep lifting these weights and I'm I'm increasing what I'm doing and my minimums are increasing, but like, is that because my weight's increasing and I'm able to move the the weight around better or easier you're talking about dropping five pounds of body weight i know like I know. you're not that that is so minute um and if the only thing i would do so i've i've had this discussion a lot between yeah. um my cousin's old bodybuilding coach right. and um Dan Mason and Cornell and who else was I talking to about it? I think, I think Cody actually, um, at the, at the last camp in Brineville, but like if you're going to cut a a kilo or two, or if you're going to train, let's say, let's say you're going to train heavy. Yeah. Right. So, for us, that's training at like 103, 104, maybe 105. Yeah. You know, and that's pushing it. Mm-hmm. But if you're training there and you're able to stay there for six months. Yeah. When you're you cut, muscle. it's about it's all the adaptation, right? Yeah. So you're 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 getting used to moving with that weight, but you're also your body's getting used to moving the actual weight off the floor so when you drop a kilo and you stay there for a couple weeks and then you drop another kilo like it's not going to affect you that bad yeah it's 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 all about if you fluctuate right or if Mm. you're gonna if you balloon up to 108 and then drop back down to 102 then yeah you're gonna have a fucking issue okay i mean like unless you do it over like if it takes you a year to drop back down to 102 then you're not going to have a problem uh, that makes sense. I get that. I think it's just my whole insecurity with like believing that I'm actually lifting the weights that I am. That's all. It's all so new to me, you know. Uh, I never but, saw it. I, I I don't think it ever happened. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't there to see it. <laughs> and you can Photoshop anything nowadays. Oh, I know. The only one I saw. The only one I've seen. Was the 140 like what four months ago? Okay. <laughs> I haven't seen anything else. Nothing else. All right. Cool. Nothing else. That didn't see the 110. <laughs> didn't see it. the 42. Oh boy, I'll tell you when. I'm I'm and this, this I'm, just ter- I'm just terribly jealous. That's it. No, I know this happens quite often where you, where you will be will be lifting in either yours or my garage and uh you know for the whatever reason you win for the day. And I go home and I get that mental picture and I put it up on my wall and I'm like, not happening again. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and then the next time I come out and and I, you know, it's like once every couple weeks I'll come out and I'll just like, 
you know, have a heck of a session. And it's like, oh, awesome. they're, they're, like and I know you get motivated. I know. Usually by the time you hit 60. Yeah. I know how the session is going to go for you. Mm -hmm. And whether you know it or not. And it's, it's, it's really, it's frustrating because usually I know by about 60, how my session is going to go. Yeah. And most of the time they don't match up there. It's rare <laughs> that we are both on the same, like, okay, now we're, we're going to bounce off of the same numbers right. all the way up until we can't go. And then it's usually like I'll Clark it or I'll miss it out front terribly right. and you'll catch it and then get on your, get up on your toes yep. and miss it out front. Yep. And, and we'll be like, well, at least we know what we need to work on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Time to move on. Time to move on. Yep. But, oh, man. So, uh, topics for the day. Um, garage gym talk. Um, since we're building all these platforms for the camp coming up and thinking about new platforms, designs, I know you're, you've been considering rearranging your yeah. garage and, and, yeah what um let's start out with uh what gym equipment or what what equipment would you like to add or change in your current setup um you know my current setup there's two things i want to add a i want uh a ghd machine oh, absolutely that and and that's necessary and uh in fact damon and i were talking about it and he's like Let's just start looking for a used one, and let's go half on it, and we'll put it in your garage. And I'm but, like, uh, that, but, okay. but, but hold, Cornell has one. Okay. I think. I heard. I, <laughs> I'm going to mark that down. Um, but the next thing is jerk blocks. Like, I can't tell you how many days I get done with my uh, sessions, like, and I'm like, I want to work on my jerk. And there was a session, I don't know if you remember this, the very, very, very first time that I came to your uh, garage gym, mm -hmm. when you had it on the side there, yep. you taught me You taught me how to do, uh, like, I think you called them the Donnie Shankles, where you, you grab the bar and you just roll into it and go. Yeah. I'd never done that before. And I'm like, I, I, it felt like my jerk got better after that. And so being able to have that those jerk mm -hmm. blocks I think would be super beneficial. Well, those are the two things off the top of my head though. Yeah, no, that's, I, I, I totally agree. I think that those jerk blocks are, are, are a, a sore subject for me just cause they're a pain in the ass to build. They're way too freaking expensive for what they are and how much space yep. they take up. I mean, yep. if you have the space that definitely, I think I, I if you don't have them, you're making a mistake. Um, but if you're like conscious of how much space you have, like I have the space for them, mm -hmm. but they're annoying where they're at. And I was going to start using them again because I actually mounted the TV on the wall instead of using my jerk box as a, as a freaking TV stand. Yeah. Um, but it's like it's pain in the ass to get them out. And right. they're also kind of broken. So I, I got work to do on them. But um, so with the all the material, like cutoff material and stuff we're going to have from these, right. this plat all these platforms, mm -hmm. like you're going to have enough of that inch and an eighth plywood to build a full set of rogue style 
Dirk blocks if you want to. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I think those two things are really beneficial to have. Um, But the GHD, I I hate that machine, but it's really good for your hip and your back, your hips and your back. Mm -hmm. Well, it's it's just, it's one of the, yeah, it's one of the most well rounded machines. Um, What's the other one? There's the, there's, you hear that? No. I'm hearing saying my wife's, oh. it's my yes. wife's watch ringing. She's okay. getting a phone call. The ringer on her phone is broke, so she wears her watch. Well, her watch is in here. And <laughs> so that's that's helping immensely. <laughs> that's doing great. Doing yeah. great. But um, there's, there's a couple things I like about jerk blocks um, technique-wise and yeah. like programming-wise. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about it a little bit when when you did come over and the benefits and the takeaways of it. And you can't count. You can't count a jerk from the blocks. At On this, at, like if you're going to do a PR jerk from the blocks, it is a PR jerk from the blocks. It's not Correct. a PR jerk because a rack jerk and a block jerk are two completely different movements. Two different things. Completely. I mean, the catch is there. Yeah. But the setup and like if you're actually going to re-rack the the rack jerk, then that's a whole nother thing because it's a mental mental deal that you gotta get past in order to be able to jerk it knowing you have to re-rack it or yeah. or yeah. or dump it and that's the last rap rep for the day. Yeah. Or you gotta strip it and then load it and it's just a thing. But um no, the jerking from the blocks is definitely a skill. And I think in building building the rhythm with the barbell and the oscillation of the barbell and the dip, right. I think you you cannot replace um, block jerks in 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 that respect. Like you're never going to get that same kind of oscillation unless you're standing up a clean. Correct. I think yeah. the jerk really helps emulate that oscillation. And especially with that technique that you were showing me, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you roll into it and then go, you yeah. don't think about it. You don't stop. You don't reset. You roll into it and go. And it's like, it, it really helps you learn how to one, two, three, take that breath, go. Yeah. You, know? you, you take that, you, you roll it, you get the one oscillation and then it's, and it's done. And you go. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, you can watch people that aren't good at it and you can watch people that are really good at it. And it's, it's night and day difference. And yeah. you, it's, oh, it's, it's a cool thing to have. Um, so the GHD, now I always get these screwed up. I totally agreed with you on what, what you wanted and what it is and everything. And, but mm-hmm. so the GHD is not the swingy thingy. What's the swingy mm-hmm. thingy? What do you mean the swingy thingy? The one where you like lay down on and you put your legs on the straps and it has a swing underneath it. Oh, that? oh that's oh. a reverse hyper. That's a reverse yes, hyper. Yes, that's a reverse hyper. Yes. That's what Cornell has. Oh, okay. That he's willing to part with if he hasn't already not. done it. No. See, now I want one of those because my lower back is effed up, right. like just in general, because I'm an idiot. And well, that, I mean, we're like, we're getting before, up there in age, and before I was a weightlifter, I did really stupid things, yeah. picking picking stuff up, so and 
yeah. So my <laughs> lower back is kind of screwed. And when we were at club sport, I would jump on that thing probably three times a week nice. and just, Oh man, it felt so good. Yeah. It, it, it was terrible, but it felt so good. So I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind having one of those. Yeah. You know, I, there's something I do for my lower back that, um, admittedly I had a CrossFit coach teach me this. It was more about mobility, but it's like, you know, the dead hang on a bar and how it, actually opens up your spine a little bit mm-hmm. and it elongates your joints and if you can just if you can just sit up there for a minute a day it's just it it helps my back it helps my shoulders mm-hmm. i'll do it in the middle of lifting when i'm like feeling tight and my, my shoulder mobility is not there i'll go and i'll hang on one arm and just like kind of open things up yeah um, but having you know both these machines we're talking about do that but they also help strengthen. And I think that's really necessary to uh, what we're doing. Yeah. Um, So a piece of equipment that I bought yesterday, I wasn't going to do it because it was a little bit more money than I wanted to spend on this thing, but (laughs) it was brand freaking new. Yeah. Like never had a barbell set in it. That's rad. And it was the hook grip three-in-one fitness station aluminum squat rack like it has the dip handles mm-hmm. i and saw they're, that they're solid aluminum dude yeah like this the the construction on it like it's a piece of art right and like for me for weightlifters and that have been doing it for a minute like there's certain th- there's things that you want right you want right. the the old school Aleco squat rack. Yeah. You want an Aleco competition bar. You right. want the Klokov discs, the bumper set, right? Yep. The the rounded, right? Those are just fucking badass. Yeah. Um, and this like you, it's fifteen hundred dollars brand new, dude. Like you, nobody's no normal person is gonna buy this stupid <laughs> squat rack. Right. And I got it for three bills. That's rad. And it has That's a pull so up, cool. it has a freaking pull up bar. It's all mm-hmm. brushed and pretty and anodized mm-hmm. and like dude. Um but the dip thing, like I haven't mm-hmm. done dips in a solid four years. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm with you on that. <laughs> and like I did I don't know, I maybe did twenty of them yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it hurt it hurts today like it didn't like not not pain in a bad way like my joints i i at least i kind of remember how to do them correctly so i don't blow my shoulders out like a dumb old man right but, <laughs> um but i think i'm gonna start doing dips like twice a week yeah it makes sense i you know i have those parallel bars uh, oh yeah you do. And you do i so i, I think you, you texted me yesterday you're like hey you know, uh, garage gym is nice and AC. If anybody wants to come over and lift, and I had already told the wife, she was like, you know, we she really wanted to get a workout in. I said, I'll help you out. And I, uh, <laughs> I programmed a CrossFit wad for her, which is fine. It's what she wanted to do, and that's what we did. She got some squats in. She got some uh, clean poles, but she also did that. But I had her doing those parallettes, and I jumped on there, and I was like, kind of showing her, and I'm like, oh. Oh, 
oh, this is uh, these are needed. Yeah, it's Hips a lot. Di- it's a lot different when you're 20 kilos heavier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> that, that's like that was the first thing that went through my head. I was like, okay, the last time, wait, the last time I did these, I was like an 89. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't need my dip belt. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, that squat rack with the with all the attachments and everything is freaking. That that was a much needed uh, purchase. Not I, I got it for the camp specifically yeah. because right. my squat rack is going up to the lake and it's actually probably going to stay there. Cause, Solid, because it's just a piece of like. It's a squat rack. It does exactly what it's supposed to do, and that's it. But it's a high store, and I hate it. And yeah. So now I have a piece of art in my garage that everybody else can come and lift on. But um, yeah. So is there anything else that you like as far as layout and stuff? What have you been thinking for your garage? Um, you know, know, one of the one of the things that I like or that I really want to figure out because. You know, you obviously you've been here plenty of times and you kind of see the the feel of what I'm doing is trying to like have different stations. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I don't have is a full on like squat station Yeah. and move, you know, it's not a big deal to move my, my squat rack onto the platform and off the platform and whatever. Uh, yesterday, I kind of played around with like keeping the squat rack in a certain spot and doing squats over there and, and you know, keeping the platform the way it is. But it would be just nice to have like um, designated sections to where I can squat, where I can lift on a platform. You know, I have my little, you know, the TV with, you know, the YouTube going. We got the kids with the art station, you know, different. And then just being able to have this, I call that multimedia area that Mm -hmm. is like all inclusive. And, you know, it's not like I have a small garage. It's a two-car garage. It works. (laughs) But no, you got, I, I you got a lot of space be, in there. Yeah, and I, I just think it could be more efficient, and that's that's kind of where I'm going with that. Is I want I want designated spaces for everything. Yeah, very analytical think, of me. <laughs> yeah, I know. And when, when we were over there the other day, and Damon was like, "Well, I had this <laughs> two-dimensional CAD software. We can, uh, yeah, we can really make it official." And I'm like. You are speaking my language right now. <laughs> I know. Because I, I got excited and I my... told I told Lana and I was like, she looks at me like, what What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, this is awesome. What do you mean? This is a like completely nerding out on like it's man cave design, but exactly without the bar. Yep. Well, it, just different kind of bar, but on. <laughs> but um. how do you feel about your platform? Because I, I hate my platform. I love, like, I love how it looks. I hate how it performs. Absolutely Um, hate it. You know, I really, for, for a while, I was really unsure because it was the first platform that I had built personally. Mm -hmm. And I took some alternative routes because of pricing and, uh, you know, stock issues of wood and all that stuff. And yeah, I really like the way it is. It absorbs a lot of shock. Um, you know, it's, uh, 
it's sized appropriately. I, I would say the one thing I don't like about it is the stuff behind it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I mean, I like to use it as a bench, but I'm always worried about like if somebody falls behind, like that's not going to be a good scenario. Well, you don't uh, like you. Trust me, it's better than the logs that Damon landed. <laughs> I don't know if he ever showed you the bruises he had on his back. Oh my god, dude! I felt there so bad. Yeah, I mean, he like, he took it like a champ, though. Yeah, like he bounced back and kept lifting. Like I was like, dude, that was like, yeah. brutal. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. I I've, I've never even thought about it. Like I just put those there, and I'm like, well, I don't really typically miss like that, so I don't think about it for me. Yeah, but you know, for me either. But when I have other people over here, like when we had Ben Johnson here, like I was kind of concerned about it because he misses behind him a lot. Oh, yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, and so it's like, well, that's probably one of those things where I would like to remove that back area and just add extra platform. But I think that's being a little, little greedy. And I, I like my platform. I like the design on how it does absorb the shock. Mm -hmm. Um it's it's an appropriate height. It's it's appropriate width. I, I love it. Let's talk about the the your layers and and stuff because it's yeah. what you did was different in the traditional like oh I'm gonna go buy four or five sheets of plywood and one stall mat cut stall mat in half and zig or cross layer the plywood and throw the stall mats on it like you did a a bit of a different um, I did. approach. So, so, you know, bottom layer is carpet, um, and then I do a stall mat, two stall mats uh, pushed together. And then I took uh, a sheet of, of plywood, put it down. What is it? Two, two sheets of plywood. I'm sorry. Uh, and then on top of that first layer of plywood, I did subflooring. And I believe they were two by two squares. So uh, if anybody know, doesn't know what subflooring is, it's uh, – why am I forgetting the acronym? What is it? What's the particle? Not particle, but what OSB. OSB. It's OSB on top, and then it has these uh, this like plastic formed um, shock absorber. It's mm -hmm. for people who have like floating fo floors, you know. And so I put that down, um, and I did two by two squares, and and it fit perfectly. And then I did another layer of plywood, and then cut my uh, my stall mats, put them on each side. Did my nice hardwood uh, for the platform in the middle, and that's it. And yeah. I'll tell you, like, I think I was, I was telling you for a while, I'm like, I'm nervous to lift this thing up. And, you know, about six weeks ago, I lifted it up and nothing was damaged. Like, That's crazy. Nothing. And so I remember saying to you, like, well, either we're not lifting enough weight or this is a really good setup. I don't really care. It's working. So, but the subflooring, I was really surprised about. I got to be honest. Yeah, no, it, I, it's, I think it's underutilized. I, I I think you found something that's um as far as people lifting in like apartment garages or you know, rental garages where there you really need to worry about your neighbors and your yeah. and the concrete that's there because you you gotta deposit and all that shit you gotta worry about. Right. Um exactly. Like I had there's cracks in my floor that were already there and now they're just kind of like they're a bit more cracky. I don't know. Right. Um they're not like opened up anymore, but I know that there's one that from where the 
platform was the first time that track yeah. is probably about two or three feet longer than what what it was um but what yours your platform like your competition plates bounce like not competition plates they they bounce like regular rubber bumper plates they do don't they? and and i mean the rep ones have are a little bit bouncier yeah just by nature but yeah. your kilo your kilo flex plates like they they bounce nice like they it it doesn't like when when i drop my plates like it just they just it's hit and, yeah yeah and it's really when i slammed bar like i was <laughs> you want a little bounce you get some air on that bar I right want some air yeah what's some air well for but, a while your your um your profile picture was the, of that of like you were i think it was gwl and you dropped you you slammed the bar because you just hit something pretty badass and then you're that picture was was awesome yeah, i love and it that just picture. Shows, it was like, shows the bounce in there yeah it was like i mean I, my legs were my feet were spread out a little bit but that bar was like almost to my nipples it was right. it was exactly. freaking high it was cool that was a that was a good day that was that was a fun meet that was um, i think that was 10 that was the first time i hit anything over 105 in like i don't know a year and a half yeah that was that was a really good one Dang. that was yeah i got it i haven't decided whether John's like deciding for me, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm up in the air on whether or not I'm going to do the the August GWL meet. I'm I'm pretty. I think I'm going to do it just because it'll be a nice uh, hit of hit of openers right before the uh, Oceanside meet, mm -hmm. and just like kind of getting my mind right in any type of uh, any type of competition. <clears throat> I figure it's going to go yeah. two ways. Because generally, when I do well at a competition, you know, I try to hit my openers the Saturday before. Yeah. Nine times out of the ten times I've done it, I've missed my openers. Not on competition day, on the Saturday. It's very odd. Tapers huh. do not <laughs> – tapers and I do not work well together. But Well, they do, they just do not the way you think they comes, will. Yeah, when it comes to competition day, it's great. But um, – it's a real uh, another mind game for me, but yeah, no, I'm I'm about halfway there. I was supposed yeah. to sign up last night and I didn't, so <laughs> yeah, I might actually. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, if I don't sign up by the end of this week, then I'm not going to do it. But I I have a feeling tomorrow night I'm going to sign up just that. just so it's done. Yeah, make sure Damon signed up and maybe yep. Donald can get signed uh, Damon, up. Damon Damon will be gone. Oh, it's, he's going to freaking Croatia. Yeah. Yeah. The ninny. Yep. Well, at least we, maybe we get Donald. I'm going to go hang out on a boat with my wife in no. paradise. <laughs> <laughs> rough life. <laughs> rough life. Yeah. The rough life of a day trader. Yeah. You know? Love the guy. Love him. Yeah. Good. He's a good dude. He's, yeah. He's, he was, uh, he's been a great addition to the crew. I agree. I couldn't um, agree more. So, um, so the design of the platforms that we're doing for the competition are, um, I'm not going to run the plywood crosswise. Like usually you have like, if you're looking straight on at the front of the platform, like you have the, the bottom two layers are going like horizontal to the way you're standing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then the next two layers are lengthwise to the way you're standing. Yep, and I'm actually gonna do because they're inch and an eighth thick. Like, okay. 
um, I'm going to run them lengthwise. And then the I'm going to put the center section, the actual mm -hmm. platform in the middle uh, to cover that seam. Okay. And then I'm going to cut the two, the, the two side sections. It's going to rip a four by eight sheet or four by six sheet right. um, down the middle. So there's the two foot sections on the outside are like that. Nice. Um, and just run them like that. I think I might, depending on cost and coverage and stuff and condition of the wood, I'm not really sure how, I mean, it's not bad, but it's not like they aren't brand new Home Depot or, you know, lumber yard sheets of plywood. So I yeah. might end up going to like um, Harbor Freight or wherever and getting some garage floor epoxy. Oh, yeah. And doing That's a great idea. And just and just doing the center part. Like, I'm yeah. not worried about the, the drop zones, like just the center part where we're going to be standing because that epoxy is a little rubberized. Right. And so it'll act, it, it won't have any slipping, which drives me nuts. That's like the one downside to mine. I love the way mine looks, but mm -hmm. it, sometimes it gets so freaking slick, <laughs> you know? It, yeah, I understand what you're saying. You, I mean, you did a cool, uh, cool thing where you use flooring and it just, it looks really neat and it works. I mean, it works well. I understand what you're saying about the slippery, um, but I've never actually slipped while lifting there you know you walk yeah. on you're like oh it's kind of like there's like feels like there's a little sawdust on there yeah but i've never actually slipped i've never I, noticed it i think i had one jerk where my back foot did a thing yeah um and like my feet pivot a lot on my squats like more so than they would if i was on oh, okay. stall mats or something else okay. like i see but i don't necessarily see that as a bad thing because they're like finding their natural position yeah, I don't know. that's a maybe. That's a really good way to look at it. I don't know. Heels over toes, guys. Probably going to come at me, but <laughs> heels over toes. I know that is not Donald Bargo, by the way. No. Nope. He was he was repping his shirt there for a while. No, he did. He so so the reason he bought that shirt is because he uh, those shirts are drop shipped, and okay. so he he like found out who they're drop shipped from. And so he wanted to find out the quality of the shirt. So he bought the shirt. So now he's doing this. He's using the same outfit to do some. Ah, some I see. He, he just dropped a, a, his snatch specialist. Hashtag snatch specialist. Oh, really? I didn't see that. Yeah. So so that's a drop shift. It's just like it's an easy way to, to get, you know, a, a, a design out there and not have to worry about carrying stock or anything like that. So, yeah. He did that. I always, I always worry about the uh, the uh, quality of of the way it looks. Like I'd want to see one first, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's the that's my thing too. Because right now the the raw cut shirts, the first yeah. run, they're being made right now, and I have yet to see one. <laughs> it's like a little. You're just kind of on the edge of your seat. It's like these better turn out the way they're look, supposed to look. Mm -hmm. You know, when you put them yep. in somebody else's hands, you're like, okay. But I mean, that's that's just part of business, right? You you you. It's a trial and error. You know, if they mess it up, uh, you do your due diligence with them, and then you find another person. Oh yeah, no, and I'm not I'm not terribly worried about it. They got like yeah. 40 years or plus of experience. Like, 
I think they opened their doors in like 81 or something like that. Like they've been around a long time. I think you'll be fine with them for sure. Yeah. So I, I think I'm most excited about the hats. I really, really. Yeah. I'm stoked about the hats. I mean, I have a feeling, I have a good feeling they're going to go. Um, yeah, I do too, because so, I'm going to want to buy one. I know. <laughs> the, the hoodie. So the next run, the hoodies are going to be, I'm going to do royal blue or navy nice. blue. The Whatever the dark, dark blue is. Dark blue, yeah. I think, yeah, dark blue. The same style, the same style of hoodie. Um, yeah. Same brand, everything, just, just dark blue. Yeah. Um, since fall is going to be coming right around the corner before we yes, know it. Yes, yes, it is. So. My brain's already there, man. I'm working on food specials for for the fall <laughs> as we speak. And I'm like, nice. like my brain's in October right now. <laughs> red wines, baby. Bring them yep. on. Let's yep. go. Yep. Yeah, man. Mm. Red wines and dark beer. Yeah. I can't wait. I love uh, the fall. Fall's my favorite time of year. September, October. Oof. Man, yeah. there's so many good things that come come with that season oh yeah no it's that's like i love the summer just because i'm a freaking water dog like i absolutely like love it but i just can't i can't do the heat unless i'm on the water that's yeah (laughs) that's the only thing for me that's one thing like i grew up kind of no eugene-ish area but like we grew up on a lake yeah and so it was like you know when it got hot you just went to the lake and chances were you knew somebody with a boat and yep. chances were they had a inner tube or a wakeboard or something. You're out there doing it. Yep. Um, up, it's not the same up here. <laughs> no, like Just what? Not. There's Hag, Hag Lakes, the Hag closest Lakes. lake, and like yeah. you're, or you're gonna go on the Willamette. And right. I don't I, down here. I know like one or two people with boats, and then honestly, like I don't necessarily want to spend time on a boat with those people. Yeah, so, I know, right? <laughs> um, but anyhow, dude. Yeah. been a great show uh yeah, definitely I, I don't know if we really covered anything in detail but it was nah, a good show great good chat talk. yeah hey, man. always good time so uh same time next week this will this episode is dropping on monday so happy monday folks hopefully you have a swell day that'll don't be a little anybody. bit cooler yeah it'll be a little bit cooler here i guess you could say if, if you listen locally but uh yep moving into august let's get this uh let's get this going heck yeah man we're a month and a half out yeah i like it all right we'll talk to you guys later peace adios